Welcome to the Access Church Podcast. Grab out your note sheet and let's jump right into today's sermon. All right, you guys, welcome to Access. Glad that you are here today. We have a packed service. So much going on. So we need you to keep up with things. If you want to know what's going on, by the way, uh, and then also all the worship songs, you can use paper or it's on our app. So Access Church is the green and black icon. You can check out events. You can check out worship. Uh, you can also take notes on your phone. Uh, today we'll, we will, Today's more of a testify Sunday. It's going to be sharing as a church every few months. We like to stop and just recognize and celebrate what God's doing, not always moving forward to the next thing. So that's what today is. So we're going to take a break from our series, which is Essentials of Faith. We'll pick that up next week. But today is about celebration. That's why we start off worship this way, thanking God and who he is and what he's done. So today you're going to hear different stories from people, but also we're going to have a chance for all of us to share. So just be praying and, and thinking about um, what are areas where you've seen God move in you, maybe move God, uh, God move through you. And so as you're hearing different stories, we're going to give us an opportunity to just kind of share and let God speak through each other and hopefully be encouraged today. Uh, also want to let you know, connection groups are starting to fill up. We have plenty of room, but it's starting to happen. So one of the groups is about halfway full. So uh, if you want a Wednesday night or a Thursday night connection group, uh, both of them are in Marietta. So kind of halfway points for people up in the Hemet area down to South Temecula. We've got people all over the place. So just a heads up, Wednesday, Thursday night options are available and you can sign up online or through the app. So, all right, Young Life, if you're a leader at Young Life, come on up here. Uh, today is about celebrating. We're going to have different people share. Um, and uh, so just be thinking as you're hearing stories, what God's been doing in your life. It's important, I think, that we encourage one another. We hear how God is using each other. Uh, Young Life is a ministry that I'm super proud of. Just so you know, we support them as a, as a church. Uh, they do fundraisers. And so as you give to the church, you're also giving to them. Um, but also we have a lot of Young Life leaders here. And uh, it's a great ministry. They do a lot of outreach to middle school, high school students, probably impacts college students too. They, they pretty much hit all uh, young adults and uh, they're a very focused ministry where they're on campuses. And, um, and so they just do phenomenal job. I was able to be at a football game this last Friday night. And what's cool is as the football game's going on, you see the young life leaders mingling, talking to people, just Ministry is always going on, football game, Bible studies that they do. And so I just wanted to share here, scoot over so you guys all get on the stage. I just want to give you guys a chance, uh, give you some questions to kind of think about. This summer, a lot of you guys were at camps for one week, two weeks. By the way, Bethany's back. She was gone all summer. Let's give her a hand. So some of you are like, where'd Bethany go? We didn't kick her off the worship team. She was at camp leading worship, and she's going to describe some other things. And so... Uh, and you guys also were a part of supporting her. She had to raise support, and we were able to give uh, quite a bit to be able to make sure that um, she got to camp. So thank you for your generosity. It helps ministries like this happen. So we really do appreciate it. And, um, yeah, so we have a couple questions as far as just, like, what stuck out to you uh, as far as uh, at camp, maybe a particular kind of story, and maybe just how did camp impact you? Because when you do leadership, um, it impacts you just as much as the people you're trying to lead. And in fact, that's one of the great ways to grow in your faith is get in a leadership position. Do something where you're having to feed someone. That's how you really grow more than actually being fed. I just really encourage you with that. And so if you have any questions about Young Life, how to support them, how to be a part of it, um, 
you know, again, uh, at the end there, you got Ryan and Aaliyah. And you guys are, what's the official title? Like area directors or overlords of Temecula? And yeah, yeah, yeah. We rule with an iron fist. You will come to know the Lord. All right. <laughs> you got the cup. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right. We'll just kind of start down here and, and, uh, and go down. Hello. My name is Aiden Wilson. And uh, thank you. Thank you. I like how you guys clap. Nobody else. <laughs> It's okay. <clears throat> yeah, so camp was pretty sick. Um, I liked it. It was cool. Uh, probably the coolest thing was that I felt like in the beginning, not a lot of people knew each other personally. And by the end, it felt like we were a family. Go doing everything together was the biggest thing. Just no matter where we're going, the pool, the zip line, just going to play some football or whatever. Like everybody was asking everybody, like, do you want to do this together? And everybody did. And it was super cool to see kids come together and the leaders too come together and just become a family on in Christ, and it was just, it was super cool to see. Wait, 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 that's on. Uh, is there one particular, um, oh, one particular student or interaction that just is a great memory for you? Yes. So I was blessed with the opportunity to have a cool conversation with somebody that wasn't connected to Christ. And um, throughout the camp, it was cool to get to know him. And I got to have a conversation with him on the last day. And he uh, told me he wanted to start a relationship with Christ, which was super cool. Got a little emotional out there. Not lying, not lying, got a little teary. <laughs> yeah, but it was really cool. I've never experienced that, um, been able to lead somebody to Christ. So, I mean, it was all God, but just to be there and um, witness that was super cool. So I'm just so grateful that I was able to go and see that. Okay. And uh, I don't know if you guys know all the different numbers, but I know for your particular group, when Aiden came back home, you said about eight out of the nine kids gave a first-time commitment to the Lord. Yeah, something like that. So that's huge. I mean, that's doesn't usually happen. And so that's that's just exciting um, that you guys are able to do that. Do you guys have any other numbers to share or anything like that that you guys either just personally in your group or anything like that or just even the impact overall for Young Life? Just people kind of come and know the Lord. Do you have anything like that? Or I don't want to put you on the spot. I just didn't know. Yeah, just even guesstimates, or even for you guys, just what you personally experienced. Fourteen, awesome. There's all, and those recommitments are huge. I think I did like seven recommitments all the way from like middle school up, and but you need those, so that's great. Fourteen first timers. Sixty kids, three different camps, fourteen. We're doing a lot of math this morning. I know. I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> you're a little late, but good good call. Yeah. All right, hi guys. My name is Aiden Collum. Um, I've only been a part of Young Life for I think four or five months, and uh, for the longest time, I've been asking God for uh, like the next step because I've been I'm on the worship team and everything, but it seemed like more routine. So I was super grateful for the Garcias for inviting me to Young Life, and it like totally changed my life. So I went to like, three camps this summer. Um, it was, yeah, it was awesome. I was totally down for it because I was, I was just asking for the longest time. So it totally changed my life. It's a humbling experience. And, um, I think one of the, the stories I, I would share that really stuck out to me is just, there's a thing at camp called one-on-ones where you have like a, a one-on-one -on -one with the kids and you just literally talk about anything, whatever they want to talk about. And I'm not going to name drop, but one of the, the kids I talked to, uh, he didn't really know Jesus throughout his life. And, um, the whole time at camp, he was acting all hard and, uh, 
you didn't like really like share anything. It was like really enclosed. But then when we started talking, it just started bawling his eyes out. So it was really, it was really wholesome. It was like really touched my heart. And um, but yeah, that that just like really stuck out to me. And then just building the relationship with the kids too, just hearing their stories and being there for them is really, it's like really impactful. So I'm really thankful for God and Garcia's and Young Life in general. I'm really upset that I didn't have to. I had this in high school too. So, but yeah, it's super dope. I love it. I'm Brock Forbes. I'm pretty new to the church. Um, my dad's over there. <laughs> um, <laughs> shout, shout out to my dad. Um, <laughs> so uh, for me, like Young Life, I've been a part of Young Life since sixth grade. So I've been a former wildlife kid. And just like knowing the impact that one good leader can have on a, on a kid was like, I was just so hyped to be like, that good leader. So I wanted that feeling for those kids. And knowing that like God had handpicked me to be there for those kids and kind of share that message and play that role was was one way that I've been served by God at that camp. And then one experience, I guess it was three in this in this case. It was the one-on-ones as well. Um all three of my one-on-ones were my guys who had never met Christ before. They were they were they had heard about Christianity before, but they never really gave it a chance. And they began to give it a chance in that one-on-one. And after the one-on-one, they all like hugged me. And it was like the most true hug ever. And I was like, God's doing something, something special here. And then later that night during the sermon and in the, in the small talk as well, they all decided to give their life to Christ. So that was just like, God's done something, something special. So I could talk about a couple of things because, um, I mean, I don't know exactly. But this summer, most of you guys know I was gone for about three months um, serving at a camp called Young Life Adventures. And I was an intern. So um, I could literally talk for hours about, like, my experience. But um, I really did want to say, like, thank you first to the church just for helping me, like, raise money to be able to be there. And um, I feel like like truly my life has changed forever after this summer. And um, when I was there, I got to, just numbers wise, I got to meet a total of 501 campers that came to the summer. And um, it was a total of like 13 different weeks, um, but it was in like accelerated, they were like six day or four day camps, but I did get to meet that many campers and like learn their names and um, also make like lifelong friends with like, the 10 other interns that I got to be there with. And I've just grown so much. Like, I'm still adjusting to being back home. I got home less than a week ago, but um, yeah. And if you have questions about it, I'd love to talk more about it. But I think I'll just say that, like, I'm so, so thankful for everyone supporting me in that and just letting me go and serve in that way too. Um, And I think, yeah, just truly my life has changed forever from this experience. Um, But I did also get to, leave for a week and be a leader with our area um it was like in june and that was also just amazing and getting to like serve in that way and just a lot of the girls that i've been like going to camp with i've been their leader since i was a sophomore in high school and they were sixth graders and now they're seniors and i'm like 21 and it's so crazy um and then also a group got to come 
to the camp where I was an intern. And it was so just awesome to see them there, especially because when I was um, a junior in high school, like that camp is like where I really started following Jesus. And so just getting to see them experience that was really cool too. Um, this uh, summer, I spent a month at a Young Life camp, and I was like the person who set all the tables up, served all the food, and cleaned it all up every single day, three times a day. And I was with 40 other strangers, and I think what really stood out to me was how God just brings people together. Like, I don't know any of these people, and like, when things went terribly wrong, because there was a few times when they did, like, he still like, did so many miracles, you know? And it was amazing to see how he's still so powerful when we can't handle things. And I think one time, we had one week where, it's called Young Lives, where teen moms come and they get to basically have the week, just like, I like to call it like a break of life. And they were just so amazing. But there was this one girl who we talked to, me and a few other girls, for like 30 to 45 minutes after one of the meals. And it was just great hearing her story. And then at the end of the week, we do this thing called Say So. And it's where you can stand up and say that you've committed your life to Jesus. And I looked over to my left and I see her standing up with like the biggest smile holding her baby. And it was a really cool, it was a really cool thing. Um, hi, I'm Sarai. So I went to the camp that Bethany just talked about, um, West Canyon, at the beginning of June. Um, and that was kind of the first thing that brought me back into this area because I was um, just not in the area for this past year um, in L.A. And so I'm now back in the area, and that was kind of my first, I guess, back into Young Life out here. And I think just the overall thing that stood out to me was this was – it was kind of the first thing that I did since covid happened uh that was didn't feel as much like the the down parts of COVID I guess that I just kind of was by myself in and I think seeing the camp for myself and then the girls that were also there and the every all the campers that first night the club that we had was like the most epic thing that I've ever seen it was insane but it was just everyone was singing their hearts out of this I don't even remember what song it go bananas yeah but it was <laughs> yeah but it was so incredibly crazy and I think it, for me being able to just let free a little bit and after a COVID year of being super locked down in LA and um seeing everyone all the students come back and be like <laughs> going crazy that was I think one of a turning point in my life of kind of coming out of COVID and being able to reflect and what is my moving forward step. And so um, kind of with that, I think the highlight more has been coming back from camp and being able to get to continue those relationships that were at camp and, you know, going to church or going to coffee or watching Twilight marathons or <laughs> um, that is, I think, what has been my highlight of that. It just doesn't end at camp, but it was the starting point for a lot of people and moving forward from whatever the past year had brought, including myself. I'm putting him on blast, but David, are you open to coming up? David is one of our leaders, but he's so faithful and... Do you want to? I'll let you come up. No? I'm going to say, please come up and share. No? As soon as he comes up, the, the, sound is gonna... the sound's going to get messed up, but he's just our faithful leader. But I just want to make... By the way, some of you heard Twilight in ministry. So if you like Twilight, Young Life could be a great ministry for you. You're like, that's my spiritual gift is watching Twilight. That's amazing. And eating popcorn. Can we do that at the same time? 
Yeah, this is uh, David. He serves here on our audiovisual team, and then he's also been part of Young Life. And I wasn't part of the Twilight Marathons. Um, I had no part in that. Um, uh, I did go to camp this uh, this summer, and it was great returning to camp after a couple years. Uh, I think um, there, there's two two things I really appreciated. One uh, was being there with some new leaders and um, seeing how we uh, were more complete as a team, and seeing how some people did things better than me and. And some people were better at connecting with some kids than I was. And, and so just seeing the, the fullness of the relationships there in our group, that was, that was really neat to see. Um, and I really, I, I was, my eyes were open to that. And just kind of how when Paul writes about uh, us being parts of the body, um, I, I was really feeling that uh, when we were at camp. Uh, another thing, um, a, a moment, I think... Uh, there's there's a point at camp when um, you have some quiet time, um, which is you and God. And uh, I remember in uh, in my quiet time, I was thinking, God, I hope I hope these guys hear you uh, tonight. I hope they hear your voice. And so when we got together and shared, uh, several of the guys said it was like I heard God talking to me, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Whoa! Um, so it was that was just you know eye opening to me and and uh, a really a really moving moment for me. All right. So hi, I'm Aaliyah. Uh, I wanted to also say, Grace, our daughter was a part of the summer also, and she's actually back at camp serving. And got was able to get a job for a couple months, but she was also on summer staff, which is college kids volunteering for eight weeks and then she also went as a leader but one of the cool things was we show up to camp and then Grace and Jordan were there serving so we're you know when you show up and you're like oh they're actually working at camp so our kids seeing kids living out their faith and then going to seeing Bethany and the girls seeing her like at her camp so that was just really cool so uh for me I was gonna share but this last semester we've been um my leaders are probably sick of me saying that, but we would have been like hounding Hebrews 10. And um, I just said, let's just be in Hebrews 10 together. And then at the very end, one of the verses is about not to shrink back. So our whole like thing for the semester was as we're coming out of COVID to not shrink back in what God might be having us do. Um, and I think there was that temptation inside maybe to just hunker down. And it was like, okay, the kids need us to kind of just go for it, even if you're a new leader or COVID or new kids, whatever. Um, so I just feel like this summer was us as an area not shrinking back and letting God just like, okay, like have courage and just go for it and kind of let him do his thing. So um, just that we had three camps that kids signed up, that parents let their kids go to Arizona. I mean, it was just that there was money raised. I mean, all these things had to happen, but we had to step up. And so I'm just thankful for all I get emotional. The biggest part for me is watching leaders like grow and trust the Lord. And I'm in charge, but I'm watching. Um, so a um, couple good moments, but um, I'm just going to be real. But um, one of my biggest moments was watching Aiden be a leader with us at camp. Um, Aiden Wilson. Yes. Um, but just like for specifically watching him with the guys and he was a leader to my son in the cabin time and to just watch him just have a blast and 
like go in faith and just God was just like a present, like watching um, God use him and then just use all the, just us showing up. So, um, and then for me, um, I feel like God kept telling me that too, not to shrink back because I feel like there could be the tendency to like, as I'm getting older, just to kind of like not do it anymore. Like that's my emotion. And he's like, I need you to just step up and keep going and don't shrink back because there's other leaders that want to be a part of this. There's other kids that need, need Jesus. So um, I think God just kept meeting me there as I tried to not shrink back. Um, and then um, I would just say uh, one of the things, this is just my one last story. There was a girl at our middle school camp and um, whew, she was a toughie, um, had a lot of problems with her like behavior wise and had to struggle with that and just I was the one who had to deal with that a lot and really really hard into the Lord I mean I've never I think it's one of the kids I've prayed the most for that just I felt like there was such a spiritual battle a darkness and a hardness and um just watching her like melt kind of through the week as God softened her um and then her like breaking down and standing up saying she wants to give her life to the Lord is amazing and then crazy she ends up um, transferring to our high school her family her dad lived in San Diego anyway and then shows up she's on my roster in my class in biology first day of school and I didn't plan that or anything and we're like hey and um and we're just like I mean she that's a miracle you know that and so we see each other every day and um uh just watching God do those little miracles like keeps me keep going so that there's Lots of kids and lots of people out there that need the hope of Jesus, especially after quarantine. They're just hungry and wanting people to love on them and give them hope. So, yeah. Is this going to get feedback? <clears throat> this is awesome. My story or my journey in Young Life this past year has been a little different. Um, as some For some context, this past spring, I was named the head football coach and head track and field coach at Great Oak High School. And... Um, well, that's cool. I give it up for that. I mean, it's awesome, right? <laughs> However, it's something that I've been praying to get out of for a long, long time. Um, but God is funny in the way he does things. And for me, the verse that's kind of been driving my new kind of position or what we're doing in um, my role in Young Life, what is it's out of Habakkuk. Is that the right way to say it? Sure. I didn't go to Bible school. <laughs> Chapter 3, verse 2, it says, Lord, I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds, Lord. Repeat them in our day. In our time, make them known. In wrath, remember mercy. And I was just thinking about this past year and how tumultuous it's been, like worldwide. And it's just a lot of crazy out there. And now suddenly, after I've been praying to, you know, kind of find my way out of coaching. And when I when you hear about, like, these Young Life camps, like, oh, I went to camp and all that, like, the reality is the amount of energy that it takes to do what these guys have done all summer. I'm going to start getting feedback. So I'm going to come over here. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty immense. And I took my first kids to camp in 1991. I mean, those kids are like 46 now or 47. And, um, and so, and I've been, you know, I told God back then, I said, Hey, as long as you want me to do this, I'll do it. So be careful when you tell God, because we're still doing it. And, but the reality is I'm like, God, do I really have to go to camp this summer? And do I have to do stuff like that? Don't we have all these amazing leaders and there's, there's nothing 
more um, rewarding than seeing kids that have come up through the system and they're and they're leading now and they're leading my own kids and their friends and um, and I didn't have to really do camp like these guys had to do camp. I went to one of the camps and to be a good young life leader, you want to get fully engaged. And I was trying to hype myself up to do that. And they get kids got sick. And so now I'm sitting with kids in quarantine and um, I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting in a cabin with a kid who's sick. And these guys are out like doing camp, you know? And I was like, oh, okay, thanks God. He's like, but funny to you that, you know, you're, you know, what I've been doing in football and, and um, what I'll have to do in track, like it's a lot of work. It's, I knew it was going to be a lot of work, but the reality is that God is so amazing and people have heard of God and his works in their life, like, or maybe in other people's lives. And it would be natural if somebody heard of amazing things that are happening and say, I wish that I had that in my life. And what I want to encourage is that if God is putting something on your heart, just go full-fledged all in. He will provide in those ways. And um, that's why we've, we're still doing Young Life. We thought when we moved to Temecula in 08 that, okay, we'd be done with Young Life now and we can do our family, like raise our family and that kind of stuff. And God's like, ha-ha, right? Things changed again. But there's, you know, what else are you going to do, right? Like when you are right in the wheelhouse where God wants you, then those amazing things happen. And um, Young Life is, is, is the, one of the main verses of Young Life is John 10, 10, the thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. And when you go to a Young Life camp, if you've never been to one, you'll see like this is, this is no way a camp that's been built for high school kids or middle school kids because it's, a, it's exceptional, it's amazing. And when the kids get there, they say this, this is all yours. Do with it what you want. Have fun. And that's the life that Christ wants us to have. That's why he died on the cross for us. And when you find yourself in the wheelhouse that God has put you in, that is your existence, life to the full. And you can't know that until you do it. But it takes a lot of time, takes a lot of sacrifice, takes a lot of energy. But where else would you want to be? And so that's why I'm now on this new and you know, journey of being a head football coach, which I've never aspired to be. I love football. I've coached it my whole like career, but I've never aspired to be a head football coach or track coach, but it's funny how God works and who knows what kind of fame or how God will be noticed because of the opportunity that he's given me in this way. And that's my goal. And um, so, yeah, I mean, and that's why I'm so proud of these guys. Um, it's, it's amazing to see my own children participating, right? Like in that, in that thing. And it's because they want to, not because I'm saying, if you want to live in my house, you have to. <laughs> so kudos to you all. I, I humbly bow down before you in your efforts and stuff. And I, honestly, like this is an amazing leadership team. It's one of the best that we've had in a long, long time. Um, one of the best I've seen in the almost 30 years that I've been doing it. So keep it up and I'm proud of them. And I, I'll sit in quarantine as long as you want me to every summer if I don't have to run around and do ropes course. This should be the norm, not the exception. And I don't want in our church for this to be the exception. This is the norm. This is what access is about. Um, God has a ministry for everybody. For some of you, you might be drawn to Young Life. You might not be. But 
it's exciting when all of us participate together rather than, well, those tend to do the work and we're just going to sit on the sidelines. And because I want you to know this, it's fun to go to a game and watch, but it's better to be on the field and play. It's way more exciting. And that's what these guys are doing. Um, so we were going to continue to support them. We're going to continue to give thousands of dollars, support them to camp, interns. Let's always be generous. Don't be stingy. Because in your need, we'll support you. Um, let's be praying for them. Uh, at the football game, I was like, it was just cool. It's like, he's not a football coach. He's a missionary. We think a missionary is going to other countries. This country needs Jesus. Here's where we got to be careful. This is why we're going through the book of Acts, by the way. This is why we're taking our time through Acts. People want Jesus. It's does the church want to let them know who he is. We're more afraid than the world is. Why? We have eternal life. We have a savior. Our sins have been forgiven. We have the Holy Spirit in us. We have the ability to pray and have the hand of God move. Why are we afraid? There's no reason to be fearful. So let's be praying for these missionaries. And uh, I'm going to pray. And then I'll let, I know you guys right now, you're like, get me off the stage, Brian. I'm going to get you off the stage. So would you join me? Jesus, we commission this ministry team God, my, Jesus, we just thank you for Young Life. We thank you for everything that you're doing in this church and every one of these leaders, Lord. Father, we just, uh, we humble our hearts before you. I thank you that the steps that they've taken, Lord, it will just grow just everybody just everybody they meet, it will just grow their faith, Lord. It'll bring people to your kingdom, Lord, and they're doing your good work. And you gave us that great commission, Father. That's exactly what they're doing. So I thank you for their obedience. I thank you for just the effect that they have on everybody else in their life, Jesus. And I pray that from, the, from everybody up here, that seeds would be planted, not only at camps, Lord, but as they go out now from here on out to everybody that they meet, that they are disciples, Lord. We're a church about making disciples. So we thank you for this opportunity. It's how God bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Justin. Thanks, guys. Some of you are like, who just stood up and prayed? Uh, that's Justin. Justin and Beth, I'm going to have you guys come up right now. Come back up. Um, by the way, I want to encourage you parents, you're looking for techniques. How do I raise my kid? How do I do it right? All that kind of stuff. I want to encourage you with this. Be a person that's involved in ministry where God is the center of your universe. Your kids aren't, and you'll center your kids on Jesus. Don't make your kids the center of your universe because they won't come to know the Lord. They'll think they're the Lord. Show them a life of ministry of serving let them see the stories in your life. Share the stories of your life. It's the greatest way to raise your kids. Be a person in ministry because your kids will think that's the norm. God doing miracles is the norm. And so I just want to encourage you with that. Like Garcia's are doing a phenomenal job of that. Um, man, I'm going to cry again. This is a horrible Sunday, dude. This, um, Justin and Beth, uh, how, how, we've known each other a long time. Has it been over? No way. You guys were at Cherry Street? Oh my gosh. Is that like 15? Wow. 15 years. Um, it's been a privilege. 
uh, to see them grow as a family, as a couple, um, in their walk with God. Um, and then uh, Justin and Beth came here, sacrificed a lot uh, to be on leadership here to start this church. Justin's an elder here um, and uh, has put a lot of time and effort. Things He's a behind-the-scenes guy, so you won't see a lot of things that he does, helps the church out. They're incredibly generous. They've literally helped us sustain our church. Their generosity has been phenomenal. Um, and uh, praying for our church, going through ups and downs. Um, it's been inspiring. He's a hard worker. Both Justin and Beth are incredible examples to me of what it means to work hard. Just work hard. Trust God. And you guys do a phenomenal job of that. But also just as friends, your character, the things we've been able to talk about on the phone or call, your honesty, your humility, and it's inspiring. Um, so for a few years now, they've been traveling from Fallbrook. And so Fallbrook's pretty far away away as far as to be plugged into a church, especially hard on their girls, their kids, um, because they're not part of the community. They have to drive back, but they made a commitment. But we knew at some point you need to be a part of a community, especially for the sake of the girls. And this is the time. And so we just want to let you know as a church, um, appreciate you just encouraging them, however they've impacted your life, or just uh, let them know how much you love them. Today is their uh, last day here. I've known for a few weeks now. We've been talking about it, praying about it. They found a great church in Fallbrook. I'm not going to give the name because you might go there. So um, you, you won't know the name of North Coast Church. But I used to actually work there as a youth pastor. And that's where they're going. Phenomenal church. And so um, I just want to pray for them. I don't know if there's anything that you guys want to say. The last parting words. If you want to like say, I don't like you. I don't like you. You bother me. Just get it out because we'll never see you again. But I just want to give you a chance if there's anything. So we want to say thank you to Access Church first for um, how you guys have, have um, given to us in a lot of ways. Um, the memories, um, the ups and downs, the struggles, the friendships is awesome. Um, I can tell you that just like as encouragement, the churches that we've been to where we have not been plugged in was just um, a very shallow relationship. And so if there's any encouragement I can tell you guys is, and one thing we appreciate about this church is it's an incredible church of community. Um, not only community, but just the drive for ministry. Everybody has a ministry. Um, but just like what um, was said earlier is that we're all part of the body of Christ and different part, we have different parts of the body. Not all of us do the same thing. Some people suck at ministry and some people are rad doing other stuff, right? I'm a behind the scenes guy, but God has a ministry for me, you know? And so community is huge with this, but also um, uh, accountability is huge. And so being a part of, of, of this church and the accountability that we've had over the years has been incredible. Um, to, to say where we would have been without you in the church, um, who knows? So... Honestly, truly, thank you. Um, we will miss you guys. Sorry. Now my turn. I'll take the mic. <laughs> Reagan and Taylor are going to miss you guys too.
uh, join me, uh, worship team. We're way off schedule. Um, let's, let's, actually, let's just end with worship. I feel like it's a time for us to celebrate. We'll share more stories later, but this has been enough. I don't think I can take any more stories, so. I'm sorry, guys. If you're ready to share, I just, I, I think we should just worship after this. God is so good. I, I hope you're just reflecting in your life how good God is, how much he loves you. Um, when we worship, we have communion here. If you want to take it by yourself and just thank Jesus, a little alone time. If you want to do it with family or friends and maybe share, maybe you can share while you take communion with each other. What, what are you excited about? And then take communion together. I'll leave that up to you if you guys want to do that. Um, but we're just going to, God is good. And we're just going to worship mm. after this. So, um, Jesus, as a church, we lift up the Kloppensteins and I, God, I just, I pray that their ministry would continue. I pray that sometimes in these transitions, it's good to take a break. Uh, they've put out a lot of effort. Um, and then especially just me working with Justin, a lot of effort in shepherding people, praying for people, worrying about people, doing emergencies for people. Uh, being an elder is exhausting. And, um, God, I just pray for a season of rest for them. I pray that their marriage would continue to flourish. That would be their greatest ministry would be loving, um, each other. That would be their greatest testimony. It would draw people, Lord. God, I pray that you would then show them the next steps, whether they stay at North coast or there's another, there's another church that needs their gifts. Um, and, uh, I, I just pray a great time, uh, transitioning as a family together. And we pray that the girls would just come to know you through their love for each other and their love for you, God continue to keep them healthy in their jobs, continue to keep them as light at their jobs, um, that people would see you through them, not just caring for them um, as they as they work, Lord. And so we love them, Lord, and we send them out in your love. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more information or to get in contact with our pastoral staff, please go to go toaccesschurch.com. 